0: This is the MDRT Podcast. There is an art to knowing how to bring up what you do in a variety of situations. And once you do that, it can be just as difficult to determine if a new prospective client is right for you. During a Zoom conversation in June, 2021.
1: Carla Brown, Chester, England.
0: Matt Duffy, Murfreesboro, Illinois. Shared how they have handled their communication and decision-making through some delicate situations. So
2: if I'm in a social gathering, I'm never gonna bring our products or services into that conversation. But if somebody mentions investments or insurance or anything, I mean, if they even hint at opening that door, I'm gonna jump on them like a tiger. But the way I do that is I do that with a story every single time. I don't ever say, come in, let's talk or whatever. If somebody says, did you guys see what Tesla stock did this week or, something like that, then I'm jumping into that conversation and say, man, I had a client in last week that had bought some Tesla, you know, or whatever, and make sure they know that I'm active and engaged in that, whatever it is they're talking about. And I'm really, really good at that. I spent a lot of time at the golf course at the country club and somebody talks about the bank or a CD I'll say, man, I had a client that was getting 0.8 on a CD, and we showed them how they could get three and a half or whatever it might be. I feel like that's one of the strongest parts of my personality.
1: I mean, we have a standing joke in the office that every time I go to a family event, and I don't see my family very often. We're quite widely located across the UK. So we generally only see each other at christenings, funerals, or weddings, and when we all get together. The standing joke in the office is that every time I go, I come back with a new client. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, it's an interesting conversation at a funeral sometimes, but,
2: um, (laughs) yeah. We're in a storytelling business, and any opportunity I get, no matter where it's at, any situation, if I get an opportunity to tell a story, even if it's only 15
0: seconds, I'm going to tell it. Has that really happened at a funeral, Carla?
1: It actually did, yeah. I got, a, got into a conversation with my cousin's new husband about the business that he'd set up and it emerged that they'd not had any financial planning and he gave me his card and said, give me a call on Monday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt, can you think of an unexpected place where you've been talking about it this way? Not really. I mean, it's just,
2: you know, again, social events is where I tell stories, not anything I will say that my dad and I run an actual commercial hunting business. And we get people from literally all over the country. We've had people from 30 some states come to our hunting business. Yeah, my dad's also in, the, in our business, I should say that. So we create an absolute mass amount of good clients for our business around the campfire at our hunting lodge. He's the master social guy, and I'm kind of the nuts and bolts guy. But We've written a lot of good business sitting around the campfire at our hunting lodge. I mean, just this week, one of our hunting clients sent me a check for 400000 bucks to open up a new investment account, just sending me a personal check. You wouldn't think that would happen around deer camp, if you will. But so that's, I've probably drummed up more business unintentionally at our hunting lodge than anywhere else.
0: Another part that goes along with this is making sure you work with people that you want to work with. It's not always easy to tell who is nice or how to define that does it ever feel difficult to determine who is the right fit?
1: I think I'm definitely at that stage in my career now where I only want to work with nice people. You know, back in the early days when you're setting your business up, you you do take on some clients that perhaps you regret further down the line Then you you realize you shouldn't have said yes, you should have said no. But I think, you know, you can very quickly spot who's going to be easy to work with and who's going to be difficult to work with. It's about, you know, the, the engagement with the conversations early on. If I've got a client who I think we are going to be a good fit for, but is a little bit resistant maybe, then I'll say to the client, look, you know, maybe we aren't right for you. And Maybe you need to find somebody who can do X, Y, or Z and almost make us a little bit un- unobtainable. And that seems to then change their mindset as soon as we start to back off. They then think, oh, actually, no, I do want that. And so that's worked with a client quite recently. I was only a couple of weeks ago where I I sort of tried that tactic. But now on the whole now, I only pursued that client because I knew that, you know, we will work together well. But on the whole now, if I get a client who I think is going to be hard work or, you know, if if I see that he hasn't treated the team very well in in the dealings that he's had with them, perhaps if if he's not spoken to people very nicely or, you know, something like that, then I don't have a problem saying to them, look, you know, we're not for you. Why don't you go and try somebody else? You know, I'm comfortable enough within the business now and the, the client base that we've got that we're in a position we can do that.
2: Same. It's nothing for us to need to fire a client if they're not nice to our staff. I mean, I literally have zero tolerance for that. Not any none whatsoever. But the other thing I'll say is when I was interviewing a, a, for a producer position earlier this week, I told him, that at the corporate level our company is pretty conservative about who they'll take on as new clients and at the local level in our office we're more conservative than they are like we're very particular and it. like you said carla you can't get there on day one in the business but 20 years in we're not just begging people to walk in and do business with us we're going to do business with people that are nice that want our advice and that are gonna stay, they're not price shopping, et cetera. So it takes a while to get there. I don't think you can come into this business with that attitude, but it does feel good. It makes you feel kind of like you maybe you're not there, but you're close when you can tell somebody, you know what, you're not gonna be a right fit for our office.
1: We've had it where we had a potential client set up a virtual meeting last year, and it was a hot day. And he turned up to the Zoom meeting with no top on. here you know dressed in business clothes and I'm assuming he had trousers on but it was zoom so I couldn't really tell (laughs) I wasn't sure and I didn't want to find out but you know I had a bit of a chat with him and then I cut the meeting really short and I said to the team look if this this guy comes back he's not for us we don't want him if somebody's going to show us that little respect that they can't even put a shirt on to turn up for a meeting that's not for us
2: That's quite an extreme example. Thankfully, that doesn't happen all the time. Did
1: you take a screenshot of the Zoom call? Oh, no. I honestly didn't know where to look. (laughs) That's,
2: That's funny.
0: That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.